Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to Bread Week. Bread Week. Yes. The yeast you need is Bread Week. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> um, maybe something like the... Um, it's only the upper crust here, you know? Ah, yeah, um, yeah. Or something like, um, uh, oh, we will rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I was gonna, I think I was gonna say, like, the yeast you need to know about the great Canadian baking show here on the cooling rack. I think that'd be pretty cool. That was good. I, I, I like that. But I mean, you, <laughs> you, you fucked it up. So there we go. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what and it we're is. sticking with it. Um, yeah, it's bread week. And that is super fun and exciting. Um, I like, once again, this cast is terrific. They're doing super well. Um, and there was a lot to really like, enjoy and appreciate and like oh my god i was so hungry watching this episode even though i had just eaten dinner it made me hungry all over again totally um michael and i watched this like we watched the show right before we we record it and throughout the entire episode we were all just like oh i want to eat that oh i want to eat that oh i wish i had that oh (laughs) but i agree with you this week everyone's been exceptional the talent this season is also exceptional um, you know, no shade to previous seasons, um, but it really does seem like they got an incredible cohort this year. And it does happen on reality shows from time to time. You get a season where it's just like you could spread these folks out over five, six years mm. and probably have a lot of them go really far in all those seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we've got like a season five of Drag Race on our hands right now. Yeah, exactly. And would you say, oh, I guess maybe not so much with this season. I feel like the season's pretty talented, too, though. Of 13 of Drag Race? Yeah, do you not oh, 100%. think so? 100%. No, totally. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah. talented. Yeah, and 12 was great, too. Um, yeah. They've actually really, like, um, yeah, stepped some really good seasons out, like, lately. Like, it's, it's been really good. Um, but this Bake Off group is really terrific. And, like, although, also, and we will get there, but if you're listening to this, you already have watched the show shocking ending to this episode we will get there but i mean jaws on the floor so yeah like you know i don't know what it was like in the in the room or in the tent that uh that week but definitely when from the editing at least or however it was compiled we were like oh okay yeah and and i she pooped (laughs) you know yeah yeah okay well why don't we just get right into it so james what was the signature this week the signature this week um, was a tart trapezian. I'm not going to try to even attempt to say it in French. And I'm going to go super Anglo. It's a trapezian tart, which is actually more of a bread. Yeah, yeah, I know, which was like so odd because especially when they were actually judging it and going through, it kind of just looks like, you know, um, bread cake, you know? Which is the best kind of bread, in my opinion, is bread that is basically a cake <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and could take a bit of pastry it. cream if you, if you know, you know, I think that's pretty good. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it, I'd never heard of this before, but it was, some of these were, were really terrific. So what did you think? I thought that um, the concept itself, like the tart itself, I think it's just so whimsical. I love it. I love the concept of it. Um, and we got some really good colors, I think. We got some really good shapes and flavors and a very wide range of success. Um, but, you know, anytime there's dough and some sort of cream involved, I'm there. So it is one of my perfect foods, I think, even though I've yeah. never had one. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That does sound delicious and it's something that since i never heard of it now i will like be on the lookout to try to find one you know at some sort of bakery so it's funny so i know from the previous seasons though um at least around here roselle 
every now and then on the weekends because of COVID, they're sort of doing weekend bakes. Anyways, um, some of the bakes they do are things that I first learned of. Uh, I first learned of from Baking Show, and it's really nice to actually be able to taste them in real life. So, Ooh, yes, it does be... manifest, Michael. Okay, well, I'm sending out those vibes because I want a uh, tortesian or tartesian. It's tropesian. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> it's neither. <laughs> well, anyway. hey, I tried, you know. Okay, so first yeah. up, we had Tanner. Who made a, a, a caramel macchiato uh, trapezian. Um, <laughs> I wonder if that's like... <laughs> you're like, it's a tart tartesian? Sure. Oh Whatever. You're God. like, it's a talk 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 tortier tart. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a trapezian. Tropezian. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Okay, maybe I'll get it by the end. Tropezian. You know what? Uh, here's how I'm gonna remember. Right? Yeah. I'm yeah. going to remember this. Be oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah, citrus. Okay. But I was gonna remember because of the Pokemon Tropius. <laughs> and now I'll just be like, oh yeah, there you go. Tropezian, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um so Tanner, sorry, he had a caramel mar- macchiato. <laughs> I can't yeah, I was speak like... a mark. <laughs> yeah, a macchiato. A tart 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 tartesian macchiato. <laughs> that sounds like I don't know why. That sounds like some like um that's something you'd hear in like the American Midwest, you know. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Like, oh wow. Tar- Tartesian oh, Marchiato, oh, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, um, I'm from so yeah, Wisconsin. Starbucks cert- <laughs> Starbucks certified. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, tart Tropezian. Yeah. What did you I, think, Michael? I loved the top and the decoration on Tanner's was like really terrific. Like, I mean, just across the board this week, like Tanner out, out of the out of the park. Great job. hundred percent. I um, thought it looked really neat. Like it looked really cool. I, I mm. really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then the comments from the judges were that it had a really nice cream and that it was a light dough. So it was just kind of like, no complaints. Like you, you did this exactly as we asked. Mm-hmm. Then we had Dominique. Who had a sunny days tart. Um, I thought that it, the decoration was a little lackluster. It kind of looked like a pancake to me. Like it, mm. it was very like breakfast at Cora's, you know? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> I don't rude. mean that as rude. I mean it as like, you know, because they, they always have like lovely stuff on top of their pancakes and everything. But it was just kind of like, it, it didn't have the same wow from the decoration. Like there was the chocolate chips on top and then like, um, I don't know if it was like some zest or peel or something yeah, it was like zest that. And, peel, yeah. and it, it, again, it just, and, and with the way that just this bacon general kind of looks, it, it felt to me a, a little like it looked, looked only looked like a giant pancake. No, I understand what you mean. Like, I feel like the distribution of the design was very bimodal this time. So you like, you know, and has been, I think for most of the season, it's like, you can't really, it's like people excel and when they excel everyone else who doesn't do it it, it kind of ends up being lumped together as like well not as good as other people so i hear what you're saying it's a bit of a challenge um but i think the flavors at least uh, according to the to the judges were good oh yeah good flavors light classic flavors like it was it was all good so um yeah to to me it's like well you're you're getting judged on the flavor and sure obviously the um the the decoration is important but she she pulled it off definitely then we had maggie with a chai latte um tart which was an homage to her lawyer days where she drank a lot of lattes Mm -hmm. she kept those four or five starbucks in the path in business <laughs> and they are no longer anymore you know what's insane is so like what? um so i'm up at young and eglinton in in toronto and um like recently like with covid there was the announcement of like a bunch of starbucks like in the city closing and so around us we have five different starbucks just around young and eglinton right and then there is one down at young and davisville and that one down at young and davisville is the only one servicing that whole neighborhood and that one closed and none of the five with one every single block here 
closed. <laughs> it's like, That's why wouldn't you just close one of these ones? Because there's so many others to choose from instead of the one that is the only, like, it, it, it's the only one for that entire neighborhood all the way down to St. Clair. That's really interesting. I'm willing to bet the one at Davisville, this is getting very specific now. Um, I feel like the traffic is actually not as high, despite mm. that it's the only one. Like, I feel like that's the one where, you know, someone comes in and buys a short Americano and has like <laughs> a six hour conversation to catch up with their neighbors. Whereas I feel like at Young and Eglinton, you're definitely getting like just a lot more traffic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of people. I, I believe that. I believe that. Um, yeah. I, I. So, Maggie, this was the one that had like the kind of um, sugar glass, like, um, yes fruit fruit bowl like you know kind of thing right um because anytime i see one of those it just like as beautiful as they are they remind me of like a a fancy fruit bowl in like a house and home magazine (laughs) um i thought that like uh it didn't say bread to me you know which which i know that this isn't like um like this was this was the brief this was the challenge but of everyone's hers seemed the least kind of bread looking at least from Mm. the presentation and i think it was because of the glasswork on top it it made it it kind of pushed it more into cake territory than from like bread yeah i actually i I hear what you're saying there because well i mean that's a little difficult sorry i'm gonna hold off on that because when we get to larry's in particular I feel like the color he chose, which I think is actually the more classical version of this, um, or classic version, excuse me, of this tart, um, it does make it look more like cake. But I will say when I look at that glasswork, it doesn't suggest chai latte to me. I think that's the sort of the disconnect I had in mm. my head. I was like, oh, it's beautiful. But um, it doesn't say chai latte to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. Um, and then the critique from the judges was not enough butter in her, her bread. Bruno says not enough butter, I think, a few times. This episode. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and he but he even admits he's like, I like a lot of butter in my bread. So like, put the butter in the bread because I'm judging you. <laughs> mm, that's fair. Take the critiques, right? Listen to the judges critiques, as they say. Unless you're Tina Burner, and then you can go <laughs> out every week, in, like red, orange and yellow. So. Ronald McDonald realness. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay, then we had... Uh, Anjali. Yeah, with the grass is greener tart, which I thought was an excellent green. So I agree. I don't know. I wasn't in the room, so I don't know what the lighting was like in there at that time, but I sort of uh, disagree. And I thought that green was like, I don't thought, I didn't think it was soapy. I thought it was like a minty, it reminded yeah. me of mint chocolate chip. I thought it yeah. was wonderful. And the blueberries, no, the blackberries actually did make it look like mint chocolate chip. So yeah. that's what you were going for, Anjali. I think it worked. Personally. I thought I thought that it looked really nice. I really loved that that inner decor, like especially I I loved that green. What I actually didn't love were, were the pistachios on the top. I kind of felt like mm. that green was a little more off putting, whereas the other one seemed very inviting. You know? Yeah, whimsical. Yeah, Light. whimsical. Um, and then <laughs> the uh, uh, feedback from the judges was that it tastes better than it looks. So I guess that's a good thing. It looked pretty good to us. So I it thought probably it looked good, great, yeah. Then. But to the judges, they were kind of saying it like borderline read, being like, well, tasted better than it looked, right? Whereas yeah. we were like, it tastes even better than it looks. That's true. It's like, you know, she sounds better than she looks. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, then we had Oyax. Uh, with uh, his going for gold tart. Which, which we really didn't get to see a lot of. He literally had a one-sentence critique. Yes, yes. Someone got cut a little short there for this one. But I did see that he actually brought gold paper and gold flakes to decorate this one. So that's an expensive one. That's an expensive tart. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the but like we <clears throat> we had such a short amount of time to actually see this this bake um that the only critique was needs a bit of salt. Period. Yeah, I know. Like and cuz I thought I agree with you. The decoration was was really beautiful and everything, but there this was so brief. So there's not a whole ton we can say on it. Yeah. I he did well, I guess. I mean that like I mean 
OEX, who had a really exceptional week last week. Um, I mean, that's kind of the trend, at least from how it was cut. Is like he did, he did well this whole week. He just, you know, he, he got through. He got through. Yeah. She's safe, and this. <clears throat> it's okay to be safe. <laughs> it is okay to be safe, exactly. So, um, okay, then we had uh, Rafa Cat. With uh, a maple walnut tart, which is inspired more by, I guess, um, Canada, as she said in the tent. What do um, you think? I felt like, uh, and the, the judges touched on this a bit about like, oh, was the cream warm? Like when you put it in or, or was the, the, the bread warm? Like because the cream on certain parts was kind of like splitting out, like it was just kind of um, going over and down the side a bit. Um, but overall, I, I did think that it looked good. Um, they said that there was great flavor, but that it was undercooked dough. What did you think? Um, I thought that that combination always tends to happen. I guess it's undercooked, so you leave it in for longer, so it's too hot by the time you take it out to put the cream on it. Um, I think the flavors would have looked, uh, would have tasted really good. So that's something I really love. I love maple cream just generally, so that's really nice. It would have been nice to have seen it um, fulfill its intention because when I saw um, when I saw her decorating it, I noticed like sort of really nice. Uh, cream puffs around and then in the middle it was just kind of like a swirl and then obviously it all melted out but I think there was a chance they really had the time probably been there to have something that I think could have competed with Larry's honestly yeah that's how yeah. I feel yeah no absolutely um yeah no it, it was good but yeah the undercooked dough does not that that doesn't serve you well so no oh well um okay then we had Mahati with an orange and pomegranate tart I cannot figure out what my first note says, so I'll let you go. I just am chemically curious about how it proofed the way it did, where it sort of spread out super flat. Yep, there and, we go. you know, obviously very difficult to manage after that. It's a one and done sort of thing. You can't really go backwards. But really curious, anyone who actually knows, because I don't know anything, um, <laughs> but that's why I'm on a podcast. Um, I'm really curious to <laughs> it understand. It makes you qualified to have a podcast. <laughs> well, I know it's like all 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 gays are qualified to do drag, obviously, because <laughs> um, they watched it once. No, I'm, I am generally curious about what happens and and how you end up in that place. Because when she put it in the oven, you know, we were watching it. We're like, all right, that's real spread out. It seemed like everybody else had theirs in a tin, and she just had hers on a baking sheet. You know. I wonder if that has something to do with it. Do you think it, so? It, it, yeah, like it did come out as like a jumbo pancake, you know? Yeah. Like if, if yeah. Dominique's looked a little like pancakes, like these really did, like, you know, they they did. And it's unfortunate, but the judges did say that it had balanced flavor. So that was good. And, you know, Mahati was a little upset. Like, she, you know, uh, so like we feel for you there for sure. Right. It's just it's it's unfortunate and it happens. I have to say, I really like the color. So not necessarily of, you know, the, the bake itself, but the orange and the pomegranate like that just looked like such a delicious mixture. And, and that color came out so beautiful. So they didn't like you're right, like they didn't knock the flavor at all. So clearly it tasted great. Uh, just a little bit strange how the bread turned out. Yeah, absolutely. OK, then we had Larry. With uh, a pastel perfection tart which I have to say was perfection because that thing looked like unicorns and merry-go-rounds and just like everything. That is it, what I would think something like that should look. It was amazing. Yeah, especially with the name Pastel Perfection. Like it lived up to Pastel Perfection 100%. Mm -hmm. it, it, like it, it, it was it was terrific. And, you know, the, the judges were commenting on the flavors were, um, you know, uh, I believe it was like subtle, but not overwhelming, you know, mm -hmm. um, the lavender, lavender, hard to, to bake with. Right. So, I mean, it, it was terrific. Uh, major, major props to Larry. Totally. When he was straining the cream, like earlier on in the bake, I was like, mm, I don't know, it was looking kind of messy. But then it all came together. I couldn't believe it. That thing was abs it was absolute perfection. I would buy that. I would buy that right now and eat it. I would buy any of them and eat it right now. But that one, 100%. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
And last but not least, we had Sheldon. With his BC summer tart. Which was like pre-cut. I, I found that a very odd choice, you know? Like, well, I know that he squishies. tried to... True, but it just, you know, it... I feel like, if anything, it probably hurt him overall because then the judges were like, oh, well, why is this pre-cut, you know? Um which then they probably are like looking at other things, like maybe a little more because they're trying to figure out mm. like, are you hiding something with this? What's going on here? Right. So I feel like with baking show, you can always go for something a bit more classic, like do it, do it, do the standard or if you will, with minimal variation or do it well, or else we, you know, we get sometimes like the Jameses where you like really experiment, but it, it's always a prototype bake, right? Because you're, you're literally inventing something new. Um, and so I think that's what we had here with Sheldon. It still tasted amazing. Um, and the judges were very impressed with it. But yeah, mm. I think the look, it's like last week with the cake, like with the showstopper, there was just like, it's like a little leakage, <laughs> even yeah. though it was a fun experiment yeah. and something novel that obviously does pay off. It was a bit messy, but delicious. So yeah, exactly. Like any BC summer. <laughs> exactly um well yeah so that is the signature bake for bread week which brings us to the technical what was the technical yes. this week james it was pretzels and a cheese sauce that you would dip the pretzel into before eating it okay are you a fan of pretzels i am a fan of warm pretzels which is maybe what these pretzels are more conventionally known as. Um, and I am a fan of snack pretzels at the same time, like oh, those hard yeah. pretzels. I'm a fan of pretzels generally. I prefer a mustard over a cheese sauce, but I mean, it's warm, soft bread with salt and sauce. You can't go wrong. I, um, I'm not actually the world's biggest fan of pretzels but these looked so good that i just wanted one so bad so um yeah because i i find sometimes i don't know i i feel like the because because these just looked so good i think a lot of the pretzels i've had just haven't been great pretzels so it's never made me inspired to want to actually go find a good one until now well, it's kind of actually hard to find good pretzels. Like there aren't a lot of, at least in Toronto, there aren't a lot of stands that sell pretzels. And then the only place that I think sold pretzels was that chain. There used to be a chain called like pretzels. It was like muffins, but it was pretzels. Pretzels. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I forget. It's like Annie's pretzels or something. Oh, I don't Auntie Anne's. Yeah. Did they sell pretzels there? Yeah. I, th I think in the States, like Auntie Anne's pretzels is like a big thing. So. Okay. I think they had one or two here. Like, and then there's way, like Wetzel's pretzels ago. and there's, I don't know, there's, there's, yeah. So that's all I'm saying. It's actually hard to get pretzels here. So I'm not surprised. This isn't a, in America, though. You want a pretzel? That's all your mall is now. It's an Apple store and 70 pretzel places. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> that that is the world we live in now. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the technical. Um, okay, so first up, we had uh, Maggie, and hers were uh, consistent. They were, <laughs> I just have in all caps, attempt, because they were like, this was an attempt. <laughs> I just wrote yummy. Because I think that was like the one thing I picked up on. It's like of all the of all the tasting and looking, their critique was like, it's yummy. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't over needed, which is which is a good place to be. Um anything else on Maggie's? No, not in particular. Okay, so then we move on to Oyax. And his kind of just looked like a giant bun. I was saying I wrote down pretzel bun, which makes me remember which I never understood this whole thing, but I forget, like, was it Wendy's or whatever, one of the fast food restaurants? Or maybe, no, maybe it was, like, the Firkin. Maybe it was the Firkin. For a while, they were like, oh, do you want it on a pretzel bun? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, pretzel bun. I was like, guys, it's just a pretzel bun. It's fine. I don't know why it's such a big deal. That's what yeah. it reminded me of when I saw it. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. And then his, his dip was a little garlicky. And I wrote, ain't no problem with garlic. Oh, no. Uh-uh, honey. Give me that garlic all day, every day. So. Mm -hmm. 
than Mahati. Could it really? I think they were, I thought they were good pretzels. They were well-shaped. They were consistent. And the cheese sauce was tangy, which is good. Yeah. Because a zesty, tangy cheese sauce goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had a nice color and bake. There were a couple of uneven ones, but overall very good. Um, Then we had uh, Anjali. They were like tight. They were an effort to chew, according to Kyla. A little over needed. Mm-hmm. They were a bit needy. They, they were overly needy. <laughs> Too needy made yeah. it tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little unfortunate, but she still placed decently. I would say for having overly tight pretzels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we'll get there. So okay, who was next up? Larry was next up. These and looked so good. I just wrote acing it exclamation mark because at this point watching it, I was like, he's just like acing it this week just everything is just knock on bam he's got it and they looked amazing like they just looked so good yeah yeah pinch and bounce you know the bounce back that's that's what i wrote pinch and bounce like that's that's it that is the description so (laughs) uh okay then we had dominique and she was short one and it kind of just like Without being shady, but with being like slightly shady, it kind of looked like 11 Montreal bagels. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what you said. I did write 11 buns because it did seem like she was short. And then also they kind of did that bun thing like OEX did. Mm, so yeah. I wonder if that was the problem, actually. There was like just too much dough in the 11 because the recipe was for 12 and it just kind of expanded into itself, so to speak. I wonder at what point in the process she realized that she was short one. Like, you know, was it like too far along where you've already started to like fold all of them? Was it after you folded the 11? Was it when you were like, you know, I'm curious to know what point it was, because I think that would also influence how you go about everything else after. Mm, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. From the from the show, it kind of looked like she was rolling them and then twisting them and then placing them. And then at one point she was like, wait a second. (laughs) There should be like six on each pan and there's only four and we're almost done. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, Okay, then we had Sheldon. And for Sheldon, I wrote, what did I write here? Good salt? Because I think that's the only thing we got. It was like well salted. Yeah. (laughs) I said that they were nice, but they weren't quite consistent. Yeah. yeah, Sheldon got the OEX treatment in this round, you know. Where last one, it was like, we got a sentence for OEX. This time we got one sentence for Sheldon, so. Yeah, 100%. They were really interesting. They were like pretzels with little mustaches in the middle. They didn't quite, like, touch the bottom. They kind of just split out at the top of the pretzel. I thought it was kind of cute. Which one thing I guess we should also touch on right now is that compared to week one, this episode was giving us more room to breathe. Like, generally speaking, until the occasional, like, you know, um this person gets like one single sentence like description of it but i'm already happy that it's only week two and we're already just with that one less baker in the tent getting the extra time to actually get the critiques you know because we we see enough of the bakes but but we don't hear enough of the critiques it is amazing how one less person makes the whole spacing so much better it is fascinating yeah 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 absolutely okay then we had rafa cat I wrote diverse because they said, oh, like, it's kind of lumpy and they're all different. And I was like, well, Canada's a cultural mosaic and not all 12 of our pretzels need to look the exact same. And also for someone never having never having had cheese, a good cheese sauce. Yes, a good dip. Absolutely. Which I I love cheese so much. I can't I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't. I just I can't imagine. But I know. And but interestingly enough, of course, with this cheese sauce, like it's like a zesty, tangy cheese sauce. We're talking. I mean, we're not talking, you know, specialty cheese here or, you know, as I would call it. I think this was like block a Cracker Barrel (laughs) and some garlic (laughs) and some mustard, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so that was that was Rafa Cat. Okay, then last we had Tanner. 
who was not needy enough. So apparently Tanner and Anjali should have mixed their dose together and then they would have both come out perfectly. Because his <laughs> were a little too, not they didn't have enough of the strings from the kneading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that his were a bit large, you know, like uh, they were bordering into bun territory. Yeah, we got a few pretzel buns going on this week. Yeah, eh? yeah exactly. Wendy's paid, you know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay, so do you have the order written down too? I do as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. So we will start in ninth place. We had Rafa Cat. Which can we just, I just disagree with wholeheartedly f- yep. from my perspective. I'm just going to say that. Then we had Dominique in eighth. And that is the reason you disagree because Dominique was short one and you were saying to me. that that's That's like, that's just the, the 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 condition. If you don't meet the condition, you don't, you know, you go you get last place, right? That's just kind of it's not it's not being mean to anybody. It's just the way I thought it would work out. So that's what I feel. I don't know about you, Michael. No, I I, I agree with you. Like I do think like if um if if the you know deadline to apply to a job is um <laughs> 5 p.m. on a certain day, right? And somebody might have a technically worse application, but yours comes after the deadline. Like, you you should not be considered because you did not meet the deadline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then some people always squeak through. They just email the hiring manager directly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so Dominique was in eighth, and then in seventh was Oyax. Uh-huh. And then in sixth was Tanner. Fifth, Anjali. Uh, Maggie was in fourth. Third was Sheldon. Uh, Mahati was second. And first was Larry with those pinch and bounce perfection pretzels. Mm-hmm. Coming out hot with a perfect tart and a perfect pretzel. Oh, my God. So, Larry, we're going to continually say this for the rest of the episode now, but can you please send us some of these amazing breads that you are baking? Because they look just incredible. And like, James and I were so hungry watching all of this. This this looked terrific. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Any, any bread. Any bread would do. Any bread will do. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, at all. <laughs> um, all right. That is the technical. On with the showstopper. James, what was the showstopper this week? The showstopper was a bread sculpture with at least two types of bread. And I believe they had to be stuffed at the same time. So we have a lot of conditions here on the bread sculpture. Yeah, the bread bread wreath. Oh, sorry, bread wreath. Yeah. Were they all wreaths? Well, they were supposed to be. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm like watching after. I'm like, were they wreaths? In the in let me put it this way, in the press release, it talks about how they were challenged to make a bread wreath. So Okay. We're gonna we're using that PR. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're I'm using gonna those go PR with, materials. Well, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> say it's bread wreath because like, you know, if that's what was written on whatever made it to PR, that was what would have been given, you know, in the tent as like the, the thing, right? So Preach. You take that. Yeah. Go going with it. <laughs> okay. First up was Rafa Cat. Sweet and savory was the name. I thought that it had like a really detailed top of of hers, like the center um portion like of, of her bread wreath, like was really nice and detailed. And I thought that it was great. And then the oh Hers had like it was like the kind of meat meat pie like um uh sort of like I think it was um, like a beef curry. Oh, that looks so good! And they said there was a nice meat distribution, which oh my god, it just like it looks so delicious. I love the idea of like meats and that like being baked into bread. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. My parents go to this one bakery. It's Asian, and they make this like it's almost like a a hot pocket, and it's filled with like curried beef. And it's just like the most amazing thing to bite into, like zapped in the microwave. It's like, oh, it is so good. So good. <laughs> you and I are so hungry tonight. Um, okay, then we had Dominique. 
with uh, the foodie fantasy. She's bread. fooding the fantasy. Mm-hmm. The judges said it was a little bit dry, mm-hmm. but I thought overall it looked really nice, and mm, I wasn't there absolutely. to eat it. So, yeah, yeah, I I agree. Like I, I <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that it looked really good, but um, yeah, the the dryness would like, I I do not like two two things I don't like about bread, like a really dry bread, like kind of, yeah, I, I I'm not a fan. I also don't like really crusty, crunchy breads, and that's no. that's wait, you love crusty, crunchy breads, don't you? Oh yeah, like. If it's like fresh out of the oven and it's crunchy and crusty and it just cracks and then it's soft on the inside, that's like, oh, like that. And just the whole thing of butter. I'm good. So, I mean, when you describe it like that, when it's fresh from the oven, I suppose, I guess for me, I just think of like um, ciabatta buns. Like I really like eating a ciabatta okay. bun, but like yeah. I'm talking about that kind of like... um crunchy crusty like kind of a of a thing because like i've had a lot of dental work and i have like veneers for my like front teeth and i'm always worried about biting into a really crusty crunchy piece of bread and like my tooth popping off so yes a hundred percent then you should stay away you should stay away from crusty borderline stale bread (laughs) yeah there you go there you go okay next up we have oex with his duck duck fruit bread which the judges basically accused of being basic compared to everything else he typically does but they were basically like "Mm, this is a bit basic for you which is so unfortunate which is why you can't you don't shine in the first two weeks (laughs) Uh, 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 you get that target on your back and you know (laughs) That's why you don't come in like Tina Burner. Everyone going, ooh, Tina Burner. Ooh, she's going to do so well. <laughs> Michael is like obsessed with Tina Burner. <laughs> um, but, it, but it also needed more duck, which I kind of agree with. Because yeah. like compared to Rafa Cat, who had like that was like, oh, it was just mm, everywhere. Savory moments everywhere. Um, I noticed when they sliced the bread, it was just it was a little sparse. But duck yeah, it, is also it, really expensive. Yes, so. but it was it was sparse. But like. Um, I know that like Larry and we'll get to like brought his own like brie, right? But do they have to bring the own innards of whatever they're making? I think it depends. So I think you can I mean, I think you can give them a list and they'll buy it. But if you're very particular, like Larry, I think wanted to show off his own brie. And in the past, we've had people say this is like a homemade compote. This is like a homemade jam. Then you bring your own or else of you do risk whatever is on sale at Metro that day. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metro <laughs> at can't... York Mills and Bayview. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't blow the Crown Corporation's whole budget for this show on ducks. So I think maybe <laughs> we, we only got a, we only got a, a smattering of duck. Um, I'm actually curious. Um Oh yeah, yeah I, or whoever was there. What was the intention there? Yeah, but yeah, it was it, his was a bit plain on top, and again, the the duck was sparse. Like it, it, it was visible when they cut it open, and there was just not that many pockets. You know, like yeah. I I wanted like you know cargo shorts amount of pockets of duck. <laughs> you know, so. whatever Tanner does with the chorizo, we wanted to have seen with the duck. I think that's exactly. more what it is. Yeah. Okay, then we had Mahati. Um, with the sea slug bread sculpture yeah kyla said that it was a bit of like an obscure maybe not reference but it was just it was a bit obscure as a thing and i actually found and the judges didn't really comment on this so this is just a personal opinion i found it was kind of an off-putting color i didn't really like the look of it oh like the the pinkish sort of hues yeah the pink and red and uh, i don't know like with a cake or something but like with bread that's not to me an appetizing color of bread i don't know why well there's something about like the warm like squishiness or like of of like what fresh baked bread which i think is quite contrasting or contrasts quite greatly with sort of a slimy sort of like you know juicy sea creature but it reminded me of um like, there's also this obsession with axolotls. 
Have you what? seen those things? No, what are, what so are... axolotls? They're like these weird, slightly translucent salamander things, and they have um, like these antenna coming out of their their cheeks. It's like whatever in Pokemon. What are the what is it? Whooper? What is it? Mm, the yeah, Pokemon yeah, yeah. that Whooper. becomes yeah, the yeah, other. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah Whooper, it's whatever yeah. the Whooper is based off of, except it's like transparent. And on the internet, there's this whole generation of of like kids. Well, they're not kids now. Like Gen Z. <laughs> Okay. I'm a millennial. Um, <laughs> and they're obsessed with axolotls and they think they're the cutest thing. So I think it's just kind of like the same thing, except it's a sea slug in this case. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I've never heard of that. Thank you for putting it into reference of Pokemon for me. That was very helpful. It's um, the only way you would get it, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. There is a reason James refers to me as Pokemaniac Michael. So, um, yeah, and then the the only other thing with Mahatis was that there were like some giant holes inside. Yeah. Like it wasn't like kind of um tight enough. So Yeah. I wrote ambitious, but the delivery obviously was just a little lacking there. Yeah. Okay, then we had uh Anjali. And I did not write down the name, but I know it is a wreath from the Basque region, is what it was supposed to be. It's like a, a it's supposed to be like a thorn or and I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. It's Anjali, and I don't know why I keep doing it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Yes, there there's, was the... there's a meme on um well I only see it on Instagram because I don't have TikTok, but they repost it from TikTok and it's like, what is the word that you always mispronounce because your parents pronounced it wrong? I'm not saying your parents <laughs> ever pronounced this name, but I feel like that's the situation. It's very relevant right now to the mimetic times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So then back to Anjali. There we go. Oh my God. I don't know why I have. It's literally like I, because I want to say Anjali. And then what I have to say on that, that's what does it for me. That's what breaks my brain. And it's so stupid. I think it's better for you to say Anjali than Anjali. Like you're making it, like it yeah. makes it sound. <laughs> Like it's like, <laughs> like don't go Amanda. Like, like just, this is the Amanda, Amanda thing. Like, just yeah. even if you say Anjali, I'm sure she gets that more than Anjali. Like, that makes it sound oh, unnecessarily I don't know exotic. Why I'm so bad with it. It's so like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. It's Amanda. <laughs> it's Amanda. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, uh, Anjali. I did it. I did it that time, right? Yeah, you got it. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, my struggle is real. Um, so, okay, yes, let's get to her actual bake. So they kind of tore it apart, I think, a little more than it deserved. That's my opinion. So, like, they said that the presentation wasn't great, and they thought it would look a lot more ambitious. So the bread being dry, fine. Like, I get it. It was dry, not great. Um, but I didn't think it looked that again i wasn't there but i didn't think it looked that different in terms of quality or presentation than some of the others so i was a little surprised that they said it wasn't as ambitious like those geometric shapes those aren't easy to cut and wrap i'm just going to say that absolutely no i i agree with you like they they said they wanted it to be a grander design and i don't know like i, I, I you fault on the dryness of the bread but I don't know. I, I, I didn't I didn't see it. So same here. Same here. The the critique that is. Um, OK, on to Tanner. Spanish wow. Sunflower. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I wow, know, wow, Michael. Wow. Michael was quite um, I mean, we were watching it together online um, and Michael was quite taken with Tanner's uh, Spanish Sunflower. Because I felt like the way that it used the color, his was the only one that not only brought the look of it made in bread, but the color to it as well. You know, everyone else might have made something, but it was still bread colors, you know, and this was like full blown. This is a sunflower and it's also two amazing breads. I, I agree. There is something about activated charcoal and food that makes me uneasy but the presentation like as a as a as a creation is beautiful but there is something about 
sort of like that, like ice cream for a while, it was really big, like the charcoal ice cream. That just makes me a little uneasy. Oh, why? why? Yeah. Well, it makes me uneasy because I feel, <laughs> I feel like that's what it's, it's gonna it's gonna be what I poop out basically. <laughs> that makes me really uneasy. I just I don't know I don't know that makes me like uneasy. But that's yeah. me. That's me. It's a thing. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it. Right. It's like um yeah don't don't have like a ton of like blue slushies or else you're gonna have a bloop. <laughs> but um there was chorizo in it. Mm-hmm. Coming back to this world, and uh, I love chorizo. Um, but the color was a bit weird. That was the other thing with like the chorizo, which ended up looking like kind of gray. Yeah, like it was like really fleshy because because well, it's meat. But especially when it's in the activated charcoal bread yeah. or the charcoal bread, it, it just the contrast is a little it's a little intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like those were pockets where you were like, there's a pocket, there's a pocket, there's a pocket. <laughs> like you know, and and um, yeah, I I, I think. That would be the only thing I would fault, which I wouldn't even fault it that. So, yeah, totally. Okay, then we had Maggie with the Mad Hatter bread wreath sculpture. It cut well, good swirl, nice babka. You know, I, I just <laughs> kind of nothing, nothing wrong there. Like it, it was good, right? I wrote, "Come on, swirl." because <laughs> there was come swirls. on swirl let's get sickening yeah <laughs> yeah no and you know what i feel like and it could have again just been how it was cut i feel like she didn't get as much maybe positive commentary for the for like the the structure itself like there was mm. a lot going on there that yeah. was well executed yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure okay then we come to larry this looked uh, so good. It was called Ode to France. I think it should have just been called Ode to Larry because <laughs> Larry literally made everything from scratch, including like the, the, the bloody board that it was brought in on. It's like, oh, I carved this in the shape of France. I made it at home. <laughs> I mean, that's what I like. It was amazing. He made everything like everything was made except for the cow. He did not make the cow and he did not milk the cow. But from there... It was all made by Larry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that this looked so good. I love I love Brie, so I would love to taste what that was. It looked so good on the inside. Like, that was the way to do it. Like, uh, outstanding. I, exceptional. Exceptional. And I wanted to eat them all, but 100%. Because Larry had also done so well already, I was like, that, we want that. And then yeah. the flower at the top, that flower that he made at the top, that was also very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then last up, Sheldon. Sheldon with his Tasu um, bread sculpture wreath thing. It was like top heavy, the 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 um, uh, top like uh, uh, what was it bread or because it was the buns on the bottom, but like yeah. the top, and then it was like raw too in a large chunk so which is upsetting because especially when you do something like that for four hours you know you're you're like you'd be upset if something's raw because that's a lot of work you put in right yeah definitely but i will say sheldon um is good at keeping a uh he keeps a good sort of spirit about him like no matter what it's like oh the bottom fell out or this is kind of messy or the bread's raw he just you know I like that he experiments and he knows there's risks with that and that, you know, that's part of it. So it's really great to see someone with that attitude come through. But yeah, unfortunately, that's always a little disappointing when you, especially on a showstopper, right? Yeah. You're really trying to show off what you can do. And then if they're like, well, we can't eat that, then it's just a, it's a little sad. Sheldon strikes me as the kind of person who will, um, like, take, he's taking this like really seriously. Like he, he's thrilled to be there like you know means a lot but he will not cry when mm. he if he goes home or or whatever right like it, it doesn't he doesn't strike me as that kind of person he'll just kind of be like well it was a great experience anyway you know that's fair that's fair yeah he's very fastidious that way i think yeah, yeah. um and then his yeah pork buns on the bottom were very good and oh my god if i didn't just want to eat those up so bad 
I know part of me wants to go on DoorDash or whatever, or whatever. There's a chow bus or whatever it's called now. And just like, if there's a dim sum restaurant open right now, Sunday, <laughs> like I want to order some, some pork buns and yeah. eat them. Absolutely. Oh okay. So, um, that is the showstopper. Let's just go right in. Larry was star baker. And was there any, was there any question about it? No. And honestly, from the signature, I was like, he's going to take this because mm. it was just leaps and bounds, in my opinion, um, ahead of everyone else's. Not that everyone else's sucked, but it was just so beautiful and gorgeous. Yeah. For me, it was in the technical because I thought that Tanner also had a really good signature and Tanner mm. did fine in the technical, but not high enough that it could compete with what Larry had because they both had terrific signature and showstoppers, but um, Larry also pulled it off with the technical too. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Um, but I guess sadly then we had to say goodbye to Anjali. Which I, like, we gasped. There, there was, there was a, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> there was an inhale. And now I look at the rankings, like I, I look at, especially the placement and the technical guess, and I, I guess, and, and I can kind of see why. Um, I mean, like the way it was, I, the way the episode presented itself, it seemed to be setting up Mahati to go home just yeah. because of the critiques and, and, and that sort of stuff. But I don't know if the flavors maybe were a little different. And I guess for the showstopper, there is that contrast of trying something ambitious and not really executing well, and then trying something that does not seem as ambitious, according to the judges, at least. And it wasn't executed perfectly either. So I can kind of see, if you use some logic there, why someone would be placed ahead of another. Yeah. Um, but if it wasn't Anjali, it probably would have been Mahati. So, yeah. Yeah. That logic. Yeah, yeah 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 what do you think i mean i was like shocked because yeah I, I did think it was mahati and, and i guess it was because of the the signature right like in my mind i kind of forgot that she had come second in the technical um and that i think is what saved her because i can just really picture the the signature and how it was like an unfortunate just kind of mistake or or, yeah. or whatever just unfortunate outcome right so i was just going in thinking that that was what was going to happen here and um i i was shocked but you know um that's the way the cookie crumbles um <laughs> that's the way the crusty bread chips the veneer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay that's good that's uh. good um yeah, so I mean it's unfortunate. Like we're really sorry to see uh Anjali go, but you know. Yeah. Here uh, yeah, and, and like you could tell she was upset. I I felt like she also seemed like shocked. Like I don't think she was expecting it. Yeah, I mean at least at least from from the episode it, it, she hadn't sort of signaled any anxiety or 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 emotion you know we had Mah we had mahati from from the first bake who 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 was quite emotional because it happens right like when you want to do something and they've been practicing the stuff at home i think that's the other thing right and when you practice at home and it, it it works perfectly at home and it doesn't in the moment that matters you can be really disappointed yeah. so we saw some emotion from that and we didn't necessarily see that from anjali as well so yeah i, I think you know if i was in her position i would have been shocked as well as a result yeah. of that but absolutely someone's got to go home second as yeah. they always say yeah know, in competitions yeah. um okay so let's look at our baking brackets from last week ba -ba 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 -ba. ignore the wrestling of paper if it happens okay so um i said that sheldon was going to be star baker and that mm -hmm. dominique was going to come in fifth and dominique came in eighth and sheldon was not star baker no and i said larry was going to be star baker and then i said rafa cat was going to come in fifth in the technical and rafa cat came in ninth not fifth but larry was star baker whoop whoop okay next week is what is what's next week james it's cookie week 
Oi, biscuit week. <laughs> is it? Do you think it's me cookies and biscuits? I think, right? Because cookies that and gives you It gives you the opportunity to kind of be a little like loose with it, which I think is fun. Throw them a curveball. Yeah. So. yeah. So it's not um, going to okay. be just be Cookies Week sponsored by Chips Ahoy. Uh, no, I was going to say Cookie <laughs> Week sponsored by Bortman, like you know. But... Oh, peak friends. Oh yeah, it's a peak friend fruit cream. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up next to a peak friends factory when I was young in Toronto. Y'all will know where that is in East York, and it was like, as a kid, it was like heaven. Like every day when you go to school, all you smell is cookies oh that sounds good <laughs> it's so good and then you realize it's probably a little toxic living there too but you know it is what it is. <laughs> but whatever you enjoyed those moments so yeah. you put some butter on it yeah exactly go walk children in nature okay so it's cookie week next week who yes. do you think is going to come in uh fifth and wait hold on no eight baker what do you think fourth or fifth what, what do you want to pick let's do fourth Okay. No, let's who, do fifth. Fifth is harder. Fifth is harder. Let's do fifth. Okay. Who do you think is going to come in fifth in the technical next week? Um, I'm going with Sheldon. I was going to say Sheldon, too. Well, you took Larry from me last week, so I'm <laughs> taking it now. Okay, so um, fifth. I think OEX actually may come in fifth. Okay. And then um, who do you think is going to be Star Baker next week? I think Tanner. Mm. I think Tanner may take it. All the way or just next week? No, next week. Okay. I mean, I think Tanner may take Cookie Week. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to pick Maggie, but I know what mm. you mean about, about Tanner. But I just think Maggie's got kids. You know, she's uh, like, I, I feel like she's mastered the art of the cookie in every Maybe sense. her kids don't like cookies. Yeah, maybe. So I could be very wrong, but I'm getting the impression <laughs> that I think that she's going to be Star Baker next week. So watch next week. She'll be like, I've actually never baked a cookie. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the first like, line. I actually don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh my God. That's too funny. Well, Thank you so much to everyone for listening to The Cooling Rack. If you are interested in interacting with us more, you can follow <laughs> us on social media. <laughs> what? What's the last No, I like it. You're like, if you, if you, I just like the idea. It's like, you know, if you would like to interact with us, like nobody <laughs> would ever. <laughs> if you actually could bring yourself to try to interact with us, then you If we're can not terrible human beings. <laughs> then you can follow us at GCBS Podcast on Instagram and twitter um please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening and um yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else to go over like comment like yeah please leave us a review but um yeah interact with us on our social like tell us who you thought was the best baker like you know what did you like about the episode are you doing your own baking bracket at home you know let us know yeah and if you're like oh what you said is really wrong and here's why also let us know because i'm i'm really interested i yeah. really am yeah, yeah. And bakers, let us know the behind the scenes deets of, you know, was the duck provided for OEX or was it there or, you know, um, Larry's Brie, let's find out more like we'll we'll return with mysteries solved next week on the cooling rack. Ooh. spooky and yeah and last week when y'all sweating, can you tell us was it really 35 or 40 degrees in that tent? Because they were all sweating last week. Yeah. Oh, funny. my God. But have you seen, like, on, on Gibbo, like, some of the seasons, this past one that they did where they were, like, all wearing, like, wet, cold towels around their necks to, like, cool themselves down? And then the towels were resting against their shirts. So then it also just made their shirts, like, like <laughs> everyone, like, it was so bad. Is it because they had that heat wave? Yeah. That was, like, uh, really dangerous, actually? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, like. Some of the contestants, like, didn't, it, it medically did not look great, you know? Like, they seemed way overheated. And, of course, they'd be like, mm, yeah, I, you know, I'm feeling a bit weak, you could say. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> mm, you're dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, thanks for listening to The Cooling Rack, and until next time, bye. Bye.
The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.